This is Show Me Today. The Melville Fire Protection District recently saved a baby who was placed in Missouri's only safe haven baby box. The box is at one of the district's fire stations. Elisa Nelson talks to Fire Chief Brian Hendricks about that day that the baby was rescued by emergency responders. It was a normal day. Uh, We're pretty diligent about um, testing the box. We test the box every Wednesday as required by state law. Um, And we just want to make sure that everything is working properly. So I I supervise and oversee all of the tests every Wednesday. So we were going through a normal Thursday, and I was actually at my desk, and I have a screen, uh, and um, I noticed that the we had an alarm for the Safe Haven baby box. Um, I, I also have a live view into the box, and lo and behold, I saw the alarm was dispatched, and then I grabbed my phone, and I hit the button, and sure enough, there was a, there was a very... Uh, a very loud baby right there before my eyes. It was, uh, yeah, you know, it was quite, it was a shock, but it was, uh, everything worked perfectly. The box worked exactly as it was supposed to. Uh, everything was perfect. Uh, at, at the news conference, I was asked if there's anything I would change, and, and my answer was no. Uh, everything worked as planned, as designed, and it was uh, ultimately a, a positive outcome. So were you the first one to hold the baby? No, no, no. So I was the the baby box is located at 5434 Telegraph Road. Our headquarters is on Mueller Road. So my responsibility at that point was to contact the on-duty deputy chief and say, hey, listen, this is confirmed. Um, And, you know, but by then it had already been dispatched. So the way the box works, there's there's three alarm systems on the box. First, it's a it's a climate controlled incubator, if you will. It has a bassinet inside it. It is climate controlled both uh, with heat and air. And uh, when the outer door opens, it starts a timer and it sends a silent alarm. And that alarm counts down from 30 seconds down to zero. But then when someone places a baby in the bassinet it triggers a second alarm. That alarm automatically sends a signal to our dispatch center as well as to a redundant monitoring center that automatically make notifications through the 911 uh, system to dispatch equipment and to notify the crews in the building that there's a baby box activation. So there's, there's triple redundancy built into the system. You know, being the first baby box in Missouri, why did your fire district make it a priority to have a baby box? Well, you know, we we have a, a, I'm not going to say a different philosophy, but our philosophy here is that we need to tailor the fire and EMS service that we provide to our taxpayers to the needs of the community. And we felt that that this was a need. Um, We wanted to be there uh, for women in crisis. We wanted to give women in crisis and families in crisis an, an option. Uh, you know, we've had safe haven laws on the books in Missouri for years, but it was made it was very evident uh, that it's the being able to surrender a baby with no shame, no blame, completely anonymous. Uh, that I think is what made the box so appealing to us. Uh, that it would be able to to fill that void uh, that. That it seems to be obvious, you know, with the, with our safe haven laws that we have right now. It's not that they don't work. It's just that people just wouldn't come forward because of the shame and the blame that was attached to it. We also like the idea that it sits very close to the Illinois border. So we felt that we not only were we going to provide a service for 
our citizens in our fire protection district, but as well as a woman in crisis potentially across the river or, you know, any woman in crisis in the state of Missouri. You know, it's the only box in the state as of right now, hoping that more fire protection districts and hospitals um, get on board with the program. And, you know, I'm hoping that, that the success that we had with our with the surrender of the baby and the fact that we've gone through all the hard work and kind of done the heavy lifting on getting it getting it in and dealing with the state and jumping through all the hoops and hurdles that we had to go through, both legislatively as well as, uh, you know, with the state. We hope that everybody, you know, will take advantage of the work that we've done and and get on board and, and get some more of these boxes across the state. I'm curious what the environment was like at that particular station after the baby was rescued. Like, was it a big morale booster? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was, uh, you know, it was really, it was really kind of touching because, um, in fact, the, the critical care paramedic that, uh, that was there, uh, just had a baby. His wife just, just had a baby a couple of weeks ago. So it's almost like if this is the perfect guy to put this baby, um, you know, it, it, into, into his hands for the first time. And, and, you know, she was perfectly healthy and, and, you know, I was asked at the news conference how the baby was, and I just said there's one word. She was perfect. You know, she rattled the inside of that bassinet, and she was very content, very healthy. The Melville Fire Protection District in eastern Missouri recently saved a baby who was placed in Missouri's only safe haven baby box. Uh, the box is at one of the district's fire stations. Fire Chief uh, Brian Hendricks joins Show Me Today to talk about uh, that very day that the baby was rescued. So are are you or any of your other fire department members thinking about adopting the baby? No, no. Um, so the baby was, uh, the custody of the baby was transferred to uh, a state uh, division of social services, children's division, um, where the baby was uh, put into foster care. And then, you know, as this process moves forward, if nobody comes forward, uh, then the baby will be put up for adoption. Do you know roughly how old the baby was? Baby was uh, just hours old. And, you know, this just gives mothers in crisis the ability to make a different choice. And it's, you know, with no shame and no blame and no prosecution of any kind. You know, there are no cameras at the station. That's a requirement of the box. So, you know, it is truly anonymous. There is absolutely no way for us to know who dropped the baby off. And that's exactly how the box was designed and exactly the way it's supposed to be. And obviously one box for the entire state's not going to be a situation where, you know, let's say some a, a baby who needs to abandon her child can go across the state to Melville and, and drop off the baby there. But of course, you know, you could do it at a hospital or whatever. Um, it's just not necessarily, you know, they have cameras. No, and that's the reason, <laughs> you're right, that's, that's the reason why, you know, a news conference is called, and the reason that the news conference was called is to educate the public and get the word out that the box is there um, and explain how the box works. And also to get uh, Safe Haven Baby Boxes uh, information out there, because if you go to Safe Haven Baby Boxes website, you can punch in what state you're from, and it'll tell you where the closest box is. So if a woman from in, in crisis from anywhere across the state uh, you know, wanted to make that choice, they could very easily make that drive. Um, 
So, you know, there's a, a lot of information on Safe Haven Baby Box's website. There's great information. It's got a crisis hotline that's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week for women in crisis. So there's just a lot of great resources. And there's also resources available to the, to, uh, the mothers that make this choice. Um, Safe Haven will work with them confidentially and walk with them um, to get them counseling and, and medical care. And, you know, it's just all, all around a, a wonderful program. And it's run by just a, a wonderful, wonderful lady. Monica Kelsey is so committed uh, to the program and does such a wonderful job that uh, it's it's really a pleasure to be associated with them and we'll be putting in a second box um we're gonna we're doing a major renovation of our headquarters so we'll be putting in a second box hopefully by the end of this year what message would you give to missouri's fire departments hospitals and any other places you think a baby box should go well what i would say is 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 that it's an incredibly worthwhile uh program uh, you have to be diligent. You have to be disciplined um, to to have the box. Uh, and I've I've offered assistance to anybody in the state of Missouri. Any anything I can do to help facilitate uh, additional boxes, uh, you know, whether it's me coming to uh, board of aldermen meetings or fire protection district uh, board meetings to get the word out. I mean, we are an open book. I'm more than willing to assist anybody. You know, I've got a pretty good grasp of the state regulations. I know what the state's looking for. Uh, you know, we, we had we were the first. So, you know, the, the, there's this, that, that saying, you know, the first one over the wall always gets a little bloody. You know, I mean, I, 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 had, I hit every bump, ran into every wall uh, that there was because it was the first one. So I've got a pretty good grasp of what works, what will not work, because we were very diligent in our testing. Um, I made sure we tested that box for weeks and made minor changes here and there uh, to make sure. And getting the dispatch center and getting the monitoring center used to the program is a huge undertaking because they are an integral part of the process. You know, everybody wants to assume that, oh, you're going to put it in a, in a firehouse. Well, what if the, that engine company's on a call? What if there's nobody at the engine house? That's where the dispatch center and then monitoring center come into play. You know, and they have to be just as committed to the program as the firefighters, paramedics. Everybody has to be very committed to the program for it to work successfully because there's nothing, you know, you, you just can't make a mistake here. That baby needs attention quickly. If uh, you missed our interview, you can check it out in podcast form. Just uh, search for Show Me Today on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.